Trey went Panarin. Ran into a poke check. Puck taken away. Yanni Gord on the counter. Maybe a breakaway. Gord trying to come in alone. Shoot. Ah! 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 Yanni Gord! Yanni Gord, baby! He wins oh. it for the Lightning! 5-4 in overtime! Welcome to We The Thunder. I am your host, Shooty Shoots, and we also have my co-host, the Evil Stash. Eviler by the day. <laughs> anyway, we're back. This is, um, we had a couple guests on the show. Um, and we always said... Solid guests, if I... Yeah, exactly. We, and we always said that we were going to have some fans on, and today is that show, ladies and gentlemen. We are streaming... Live on Facebook, like we always do, but so now popular, man. we've got people uh, that are going to call into the show. I think we've got two people lined up, so you guys just hold on tight. What we want to do real quick is talk a little bit about some of the stuff that's going on to hopefully bring the Lightning back um, so we're playing some hockey games this summer and finishing up the season. So, Stash, I don't know if you've been following along with that news, but there seems to be... Um, some news along that front as far as what they're going to do. I think last podcast we were talking about uh, resuming the season in like one or a couple different locations. And that seems to still be uh, what's going on. And I don't know if you saw the news yesterday, but Gary Bettman, the commish said that um, he doesn't want to cancel the season. And that's like last case scenario. So they really, really want to get this season underway. They've been meeting from what I understand every other day, this committee they have together to kind of figure out like, what's the, what's the way to do it? Like, what's the right way to do this? We need to make sure that it's fair for everyone. We need to make sure that the players are safety, Mm -hmm. um, not just, you know, making sure that they're not going to get COVID, but uh, also making sure that they can get enough time to work. Like we talked about it last week. You can't just jump back in to play off hockey, basically. Not the most physical game on the planet, no. Yeah. So one of the things that they've proposed, and guess what? We're going we're gonna to change it up this show. And this is why you got to come find us, do the live recording here right. on Facebook Live. We're going we're gonna to throw up the image here. And I don't know where this is from. This is from Twitter. It could be complete nonsense. This is the 24-team tournament that they're proposing. Have you seen this graphic yet? That I have not. This is yeah, this is it. <laughs> That's the Stanley Cup in the middle. And then there's 24 teams around it. Um, so check it out, though. What they're doing, I guess, is they're going to expand it to make it fairer for the teams that were, like, on the fringe. And I see someone in the chat, go, leaves, go. What, how'd that guy get here? <laughs> um, get the fuck out. So they wanted to give, I guess, the teams that were, like, the fringe teams, like, right on the outside looking in, a chance to, you know, still play for the Cup since the season's been cut short. And by doing that, they've kind of added more teams. But to do this, take a look at what you see here. Like, look where the Lightning are at. They skipped the first round based on their record, where they stand in the standings today. So what do you think about that? Because you're talking about giving a team a bye week for the first round, and I think that's kind of a disadvantage. I was going to say the same thing. The problem you have here is that then you've got teams – I mean, it's – Yes, it's somewhat similar to the regular season when or the regular playoffs in normal, you know what I mean? If you have that first round bye or whatever, but at least you were playing hockey up until, you know, that, that night or that, that first round every day. You're out there working and everything, and you're still in the flow of playing hockey, even if you do have that first series off. Here, you know, this is a different scenario because you haven't been playing hockey. You haven't even really been working out. You haven't been practicing. And now you're going to allow these other teams a shot at playing a round of hockey and getting into the play, into the feel of it. And then you're going to have other teams coming in cold. So is there a way to maybe have a scrimmage or something like that? But is it fair to have teams that aren't even uh, having a chance to win the Stanley Cup to go out and put themselves at risk of not only COVID, but these other uh, types of injuries as well? You know, how do you you give um those teams the the time to get fresh or get into the into the feel of playoff hockey you know 
what's the answer? Because, like, you know, it's like in the NFL when they do preseason and stuff like that, two teams kind of get together and they practice against each other and they scrimmage against each other to get ready for the regular season. But even still, that's just, that's just scrimmage. You know, there's no importance to it. Uh, when it comes to hockey like this, how do you get another team to go in there and either – like volunteer to be, yeah, we'll be that team. You can come rough up. And how do you make it actually playoff type of hockey, that same kind of atmosphere that the other teams are getting to already experience? Yeah, I hear you. It, it's going to be like completely different. I, I mean, I, I feel like that first round mm-hmm. is not going to feel like playoff hockey. You know, how could it be? Right. Like they haven't been playing for so long. They're, there's no way that they're in game shape. And I guess one of the things that they keep saying, no matter what they decide to do, is like two weeks straight up like mini training camp and all these guys are still working out hopefully um but i think uh they're thinking that the two week mini camp is just gonna get them in shape and and ready to play but i still don't think we're gonna see like what we're used to seeing as far as playoff hockey um until at least that second round right you're talking about and a whole extra round of the playoffs. And I guess the advantage and the good thing for the Lightning is, um, you know, we, we'd have one less round to play. But like, like you just said, I mean, is, yeah, is that an I mean, advantage? And, and I guess you're right, though. Because, I mean, I guess the rest of the format's still kind of the same. Like, you just have that one extra matchup in the first round. You don't really – it's no, no – like, so – that, that that I get, and I kind of like that. But, you know, and you're right. Like, that first round isn't going to be, you know, incredible best hockey in the planet like you kind of are used to seeing in the playoffs normally. Um, and so, you know, maybe it might not be as much. Maybe we're sitting here overthinking it, you know, not being players and not – because that's the other thing. I know these guys are all chomping at the bit. Like, they're going to be ready to play mentally. They're going to be ready. That, I don't think that it's going to take them that long to get that fire and that mentality to play playoff hockey i think it's going to be more about the physical the physical parts of it and getting back on the ice together playing together gelling as a team just you know kind of knocking the rust off the skates if you will gotcha all right well i'll tell you what let's let's make some history here let's get our first ever caller on and let's get their take on what they think is going to happen what they think of this 24 team format and let's go. I'm going to bring both these guys on. Uh, I'm going to bring Jesse in first. We'll see if we can hear him. Uh, It was unclear if he's connected to audio and it looks like I've unmuted him. Jesse and anyone that doesn't know Jesse, you can go follow him. He's got a Facebook page and go put it in the chat, Jesse, but he is like my go-to fisherman and I've been starting to fish a little bit more this year. I actually went fishing um, last weekend and, and that's his thing. So his thing's hockey and fishing, my kind of guy right here. So Jesse, right. first guest on We the Thunder. Are you there? Yeah. Can you guys hear me? We can hear you. We did it. Hey, hey. let's go. Hey, let me give you a thunder clap. There you go. That's pretty cool. How about that? Hey man, thanks for coming on. Um, I know you miss hockey, but uh, what do you think about everything that's going on? Um, any opinions on, on what you think they should do for the comeback? Do you think they should just cancel the season at this point? I mean, you can't cancel the season. I mean, we're, we're almost done with it just about. I mean, you, you had probably, yeah. what, 10 more games, I think? 10, 12 more games, maybe? Yeah, they were, they, they were right there. We were right there. Two and a half weeks of the season, yeah. As far as this format goes, it's a little weird. It's almost kind of like football. You, if you're really good, you get that first uh, round by. But I don't know. I just feel like we kind of need that because over the last couple of years, you know, just, we kind of start off slow, especially in the playoffs, I feel. Yeah, but don't you kind of feel like, all right, well, it, according to this format, you got the Rangers playing the, the Leafs in the first round. So they're going to be like full speed, ready for playoff hockey by the time they get to the Lightning. And the Lightning are going to be practicing. And you can't like mirror playoff hockey in practice. No, not at all. So that's why I'm worried. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It might take three games for us in that series to kind of get back, especially not playing for the last two months. 
Yeah, yeah. So it'll be interesting. I don't know if they will just jump right into it. That's what they've been talking about. And, you know, there's all kinds of articles and rumors going on, but everything seems to be coming back to this. And I read an article last night, um, interview with Sid, Sidney Crosby, uh, of course, the poster child of the <laughs> Um, and, and he was, he was okay with it. He seemed to favor the, the 2014 well, playoff. So it's done. It's who knows? So I found a really cool stat about, um, when the, the, um, Stanley cup has not been played the Stanley cup, I guess you could say the entire playoff or no, no, no. The stat was, hasn't been awarded. There are two other years before they, you know, before they started, doesn't obviously count, but there were two other years when they did not award a Stanley Cup. Do you guys know what years those were and why? Then they, they didn't have it in 2005. Exactly. In the lockout, right? Are you, talking about you got one. Okay. Um, we were supposed to win the Cup that year, too. That was, yeah, that was <laughs> our back-to-back year, yeah. <laughs> that screwed us. That screwed us big time. And guess what? This is going to screw us, too, because they're not going to raise the salary cap now, and we have, like, two guys that we have to sign. Yeah. I was going to say, I see a comment on the page, uh, World War II from Donnie. And I was going to say, I think maybe for the war is what I was going to say. No? It was not World War II. But that's a really good guess. I think that was the last time a lot of sports shut down. But they did yeah. award the Stanley Cup that year from the statistics that I saw. Right. Okay. So no one's going to get it. I have um, no clue. <laughs> but... It's a, it's really, really kind of interesting and, and a little scary if we want to see hockey because the last time was the Spanish flu, oh, which man. was the last pandemic. So <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully that doesn't happen. I do have that article up here somewhere. It does repeat. Yeah, I have that article somewhere. I've been reading the Athletic, if you can't tell, and they've had some really good articles. In fact, let's um, let's bring up one of these articles. Here, this is a pretty good one. So what they did was they did, what was the single biggest upgrade in every team's history? What do you guys think it was for the Lightning? I'll take uh, guesses in the chat too. And let's bring James uh, on too. You guys take your guesses. Ownership. Let <laughs> me bring him on and then we'll all take our guess. Say that again, I couldn't hear you. I said, why don't we bring him on and then we can let him take the first guess and then we'll all, or our, their first opinion, I guess, right? Because it's kind of a, like a opinion subjective isn't it yeah all right james yes i am here there you are hey welcome to we the thunder Uh, hey more the more the merrier when it comes to thundering right right let me give you one of these Uh, good times doesn't that feel good good it feels great there's something like I don't know. There's something like uh, just so so cleansing about that. Just hearing that thunderclap, and uh, it reminds me seriously of of uh, I've been to obviously a bunch of lightning games in my life, but um, I'll never forget when I went to my first playoff game and I heard that thunderclap right before we started. And uh, boy, that just brought back all the memories of of that game and Tyler Johnson's overtime or not overtime. He he scored with about like point one to go. It was amazing, greatest, best. I thought it was the best hockey game I ever went to, and then I went to a game in the next round, and it was five to five, and I think we won six to five. It was like one of the craziest games I've ever seen. But uh, that was the year we went to the Stanley Cup final against Chicago. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was a heck of a, of a run. So what do you think uh, the answer is here for this uh, article for the Lightning? What was the single biggest upgrade in the team's history? Boy, that is, that is a tough one. Um, uh, I, I, wanna, I, I really want to say – it sounds stupid, but I really want to say Callahan, but I don't think that's right. I think there was probably one way before that that I'm not remembering. Uh, that's, a, that's a good guess. That's a good guess. And Jesse, I thought I heard you kind of answer before. What was yours? I said uh, ownership. Yeah. Ownership. I'm with Jesse. I said Jesse. Yeah, because we, we were like doo-doo, and like now we're not doo-doo. Yeah. This is what, we <laughs> to, what we talked about this with – did we talk about this set, or did we talk about it with Greg? Unless we're talking about, about players. About the ownership. Well, I think it could, goes wherever – like in any facet of the franchise, you know, upgrades are important. So for me, it's definitely when Vinnick came to town. 
So here it is, guys. It was the upgrade from hey, those yeah. two goons to Let's Jeff. Go. Benny. I feel like every episode uh, we kind of like crap on these guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got a good story about these guys, though. So me and my buddy Ty, and this was like back yeah. when the Lightning were, were not very good no. back then, right? They were, they were really struggling um, under these guys. Although, to give them credit, they did some things like – they ended up getting us Stamkos right. by, by being the worst team in the league. Well, and, and we got Stamkos. Also, um, basically as well. like, but they did lay the groundwork for what we know now as the Lightning. Now, I wouldn't, like, yeah. want, I wouldn't take back like, them selling the team to Jeff Finnick ever. Um, obviously, biggest moment in the franchise history or turning point. But so me and my buddy Ty, we go to this event, and it's like a pregame thing you know, hors d'oeuvres and I think like two drink tickets and you get to spend some time with Oren and Len. Like they're there. It must have been a season ticket holder event and they're there just like chatting with people. Like they're right there with you. So we spend like 15 minutes with Mr. Oren Coolis, <laughs> like me and Ty. And I must have been like, gosh, I must have been like 24 25 at this time so i'm like way dumber than i am now um well i wouldn't say well yeah (laughs) so we start talking to this guy and he seems like really cool like you know super hollywood guy right He, he knows the right things to say very outgoing and kind of a charming guy like you know why this guy's got like what he's got right he's made a lot of money and he owns a hockey team he knows how to get people to like him but then he starts talking about hockey. <laughs> and boy, does the conversation turn. Um, and I guess it wasn't horrible, but he starts to talk to us about like players. And we're talking, and me and Ty were talking like, like we feel like we're like making moves with the Lightning because he's like opening up to us about like players he likes, who he wants to trade for. And we're talking, I forget who it was at the time, but me and my buddy were talking about like, oh, we got to strengthen up our D. We should go after a guy like this. And Oren starts talking about like, yeah, but you know who would really be a game changer for us? A guy like Robin Regeer. Yes. And, <laughs> and me and Ty are like, huh? <laughs> like Robin Regeer, like the guy that was on Calgary when we beat them for the cup a couple years ago. It, it, yeah, that, that Robin Regeer. And from that point on, we knew that our, our hockey team wasn't exactly in the best hands as far as player management. But that was like my, my one Oren coolest story where I met him and I liked him. And then I was like, dude, what are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> we don't need a guy like Robin Regeer, who's like a, a veteran journeyman defenseman. We need like a young, like up and coming star player to grow with our team. Um, I just thought that I always thought that was funny. It always like stick with me, like Robin Regeer. I'll never forget that. Can I, can I comment just on, on this upgrade here just real quick? Because yeah. One of the things, and I want to tell you this, Jeff Vinnick, I, I absolutely feel stupid for not guessing this, and I told you I would. Um, but I'm going to tell you this right now. I have said this for years. In a perfect world, I would have Jeff Vinnick by the Buccaneers, the Rays, and the Lightning. Because he is the I, – I still argue he's one of the greatest owners in the NHL. Uh, he's yeah. smart. He cares about Tampa. Uh, he's done so much for this city, and and to be honest, he's done more than any of the the Glaziers. He's done more than. Uh, don't even get me started on the Rays and their stupid ownership. I'm telling you right now, bro. Jeff Bennett could take all three of these pro franchises and take them to another level. If there was any possible way that I that I could sit down with Jeff Bennett, I would say, man. Please just buy all the sports in Tampa Bay and and do what you've done with Tampa because he's done things that are intelligent. He has given back to the community. He has given back to downtown Tampa. He's still giving back to downtown Tampa. And not only that, for the last since 2010, as we've seen, he has put a consistent Stanley Cup potential championship team together for over 10 years. And, and not a lot of other cities can say that. 
So I, I love this pick. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, and it's something when we had Seth Cushion on here the other uh, few episodes ago, we talked about that what uh, Vinick's legacy was going to be. Was it going to be the Lightning, or is it going to be more about as a philanthropist for the city and the Tampa Bay area itself? And we pretty much all agreed that it's going to be the latter. Yeah, the Lightning is what brought him in, and a lot of us fans, that's what we're going to remember. But his legacy for the city of Tampa is, is going to go far beyond just this team. And I'm pretty sure he's he's well aware of what a lot of the fans in the Bay Area would like, and that is for him. <laughs> definitely it's by the Rays. You know, I think the Glazers have really kind of refocused their energy in the last four or five years uh, with the Bucks, uh, especially in the last couple of seasons. Um, but especially with the Rays, I mean, I, as soon as he bought the Lightning, I was like, this guy needs to go buy the Rays right now. Like within the first season, <laughs> I was like, why has he not already bought the Rays? Uh, and, you know, maybe there's something on his dream board that once he finishes this project with the Lightning and with downtown and once that's all done, if the Rays are still available or if they leave and there's an ability to bring another team back, maybe that's in the future for him, you know. But I think he's so passionate about the Lightning and what he's doing right now. Yeah. He's 100% focused, and I, I really appreciate that. As oh, a I do, too. And as a citizen of the Tampa Bay area. Yeah, I do too. And I and look, I, I grew up in St. Petersburg, so I know the importance of, of the Rays and the Glaciers. You know, obviously, right. uh, you, you guys know I, I host a, a Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast. I love Tampa right. Bay. Right. Um, I love everything Tampa Bay. I grew up a Rays fan. I was there at the first game in 1998. Um, it, it pains me to see what's happened. And even still, they've had a, a great team on the field, but it's just you know, you shake your head at ownership for, for the MLB and the NFL, but you've never shaken your head at Jeff Minnick. You've never shaken your head at a decision that he's made um, and, and saying, I can't recall seriously since he's become an owner where I've just flat out said, wow, that was terrible. You know, every decision that he's made over the last, you know, 12 years or almost 12 years has just been fantastic, you know, for the city, for, for the team. Uh, and man, it, the, the Steve Eisenman situation too. And Steve yeah. Eisenman left. I think a lot of people are like, oh my God, what's going on? And for me, at that point, I just realized that it wasn't just Steve. I Everyone's like, oh, believe in the Eiser plan. And I was drinking the Eiser plan Kool Aid for sure. I love that that name, Eiser plan. But <laughs> at that point, I realized I think you know Vinick already saw this. He's four steps ahead of everybody when it comes to this franchise and what his plan is. Every time we think, okay. He's done. This is, he's done. No, he's got the next phase. Oh, and the next phase and the next phase. He's just, it's just phase after phase with him. And he's so far ahead in the future with his plan for that franchise and that area in the city that it's just, for me, like you said, I don't see anything he's done that's wrong. And I like to sit back, enjoy the ride and just revel in being a fan of the lightning because I've been here since 2002 and I was here when we won the cup, and then I was here whenever the dog and pony show almost ran our franchise into the ground and out of town. So it's just refreshing to be a fan of a franchise that's run this well. I'm with you. And I, and I think, you know, the last thing I'll say is this, you know, leaders, I saw this quote today, and I'm, I'm probably messing it up, to be honest, but uh, it was something along the lines of, you know, leaders, they, they, don't just, they don't just lead, they take charge of the people around them. And they make other people better. And I think that's where I wasn't worried about, about you know, Eiserman leaving. I knew the plan was for him to go back to Detroit at some point. I think ever since he even got here, I feel like that was kind of the long-term goal for him. So I don't, I don't think it was ever a necessity that he would talk about. But I think in the back of his mind, it was like, okay, I want to go back and do what I did here in Tampa. And, and do – kind of Yeah. Any real NHL fan knew that this was his – kind of sandbox right went back to go build his castle in Detroit yeah correct and last thing I'll say and I'll, I'll let y'all go and I appreciate you letting me come on and talk today I, I love this man I love your guys' show oh, your great. channel I, I love this stuff uh by the way about this playoff format uh I, I want Toronto I don't care what happens I want Toronto I want to wipe their faces in the mud and I want to go through this playoff bracket but <laughs> you hear that Donnie Pepin yeah, I, you know, I know Donnie. Donnie, Donnie comes on my show all the time talking stuff. I love Donnie. Yeah, uh, but a Bucks fan, but you know, he's got yeah. the wrong hockey team. So. <laughs> Donnie, call in, man. Come come uh come on. 
You can give us our, our reasons uh, or your reasons season. why you think the uh, Bolts will not crush the Maple Leafs. I think that's yeah. actually the last game we played was the Maple Leafs. Did we lose that game? Yeah, no, we lost we that game. Bad. Oh, no. Never mind, Donnie. You're not coming. <laughs> Uninvited. <laughs> but anyway. But, yeah, so I, I think if they're able to play any hockey at all, you know, I, I think it'll be a win for the fans. Uh, you know, yeah, this, this format, you look at it, and you're like, okay, well, I could see where there'd be some problems with it, and especially with the long layoff. But you guys made a good point about the players, you know, hopefully staying in shape throughout this process. And so I think they have. Um, but I think it would definitely be interesting. And I'll tell you, the real winners of this bracket would be the teams that were just outside of the playoffs that are now going to get a chance to play. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, they wanted the season to continue really bad. But if you get them into kind of a this, you know, situation, uh, type of type of you know tournament. I think this would really benefit teams that were kind of on the bubble. So um, I th I think there's any hockey is good hockey to me. I don't think there's really a, anybody that's going to complain about it unless your name's Blake Snell. Uh, but you know, <laughs> but I but I know at this point, you know, any hockey is good hockey. Any sports are good sports, and we'll take what we can get. And uh, I'm thankful that we at least have somewhat of an idea, maybe, of what's going on. And hopefully they stick to this, and that would be awesome to see some playoff hockey sooner rather than later. Yeah, and I think we'll see it. They just need to figure out, you know, how they're going to do it, how they're going to do it fairly, and how they're going to do it safely. Because I think, you know, the issue is you, you don't include some of these teams and you just go to a regular Stanley Cup playoff. How pissed are you going to be if your team was like two games out and they had 10 games to go? So they've got to do something where – it's going to be fair for those teams, um, and I, I think it seems like it's going to be something like this. Um, and I'm, I'm almost like 99% sure they will finish this season. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've commented on it before on Twitter, and it's really because the NHL is not the NBA. It's not the NFL. Right. They need as much revenue as they can get. And yeah. I think the number was like, um, half a billion dollars they'll get to finish out the season, like just yeah. to, to finish out the season. And the NHL, more than anything, and more so the teams need that money way more than any NFL teams or NBA teams because the NHL has a really like small TV contract compared yeah. to anything else. So they, re they really rely a lot more on those season ticket sales and stuff like that, which obviously aren't going to happen. So they need to make revenue. Or you could see teams – um franchises folding possibly like you yeah. see businesses closing guess what these teams are businesses yeah, yeah. so uh, if they they've got to figure out a way to make money and that's why i really think they're going to do whatever they can do to make somebody win this stanley cup yeah i'm glad you mentioned that because that's exactly what i was saying as we were kind of uh, wrapping up there with jesse like that's the one thing we didn't mention we talked about the players we talked about the fans we didn't talk about the league and how important finishing the season is for the league and and that's why i think they're so motivated um I mean, you say it's not the NBA. I think the NBA is fairly close too, man. A lot of those teams, uh, they don't make a whole lot of money either. I think that's why the NBA is on a push to really get their season going as soon as possible as well. Um, but that being said, yeah, I think that this this is super advantageous and very important uh, for the league to finish out the season, uh, especially like you said, these TV contracts aren't that huge. And if they don't fulfill this, this their part of this contract, you know, it, they're in a, in, a, in a spot right now where they, they're kind of as more popular than they've ever been since the lockout. And they really need to keep the momentum going. I, I think it's the most important thing is the momentum of having another full season. And even if it's a, a, a bit of a shortened season next year, that's probably not the worst thing. And maybe that does start talking about knocking, you know, eight or 10 games off the season going into the future, which would probably make guys a little bit more healthy going into postseason anyway, you know. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. They just need All to right. do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I agree. Exactly. Just do it. Do if it. I was a player right now and I'm just sitting at home, I just want to play hockey. You love the sport, just open yeah, the season back up. One of these 24 teams. Like, if you're not one of these 24 yeah. teams and I could say, yeah, I'm going to stay home, maybe I'll, I'll pull the Blake Snow. It's not worth it. <laughs> but if I'm one of these 24 teams, let me lace them up tomorrow. Let's do this, right? Like, let's, let's figure out how to do this. and let's We're not going to hide forever. Yeah, well, and, I, and that's the truth about it, too, you know, and I don't want to get too political or too uh, social about this, but yeah, 
you know, it is what it is. You can't ignore it, but you, you can't act like this is going to be a complete life changer. We have to learn, we have to adapt, but we have to go back to life as normal as possible as we can from before, you know, because that's that sense of normality is very important just for society and our economy, you know, the public health is important, but so is our economy. And it's nice if, you know, we got to keep everybody alive, but what if they don't have jobs to go back to afterwards, you know? So it's, it's that fine line of where it goes. And I think that this can be one of those things that kind of is a beacon for the rest of the country of like, Hey, there's a sign of getting back to normalcy. And Donnie nailed it in the chat. The waves are the real winners here. <laughs> not not all of them. Some of them really like watching you know, hockey. House projects. I finally knocked off my two-year-long honeydew list. Yeah. <laughs> my wife, my wife is so <clears throat> all right. I know, James. Are, are you going to run? Are you're you welcome to stay, Jesse? Same thing. If you want to stay on and stay on, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask another question here in a minute. But I don't yeah, know if good. you guys have time. You guys Yo, I'll stay on for the question. I love this show. We the Thunder, baby. Let's go. <laughs> go, go All right, so drink real quick, so you guys keep it going. Yeah, go refill. We got another kind of article uh, out here. This was from like Grudge Report. ESPN looks like they posted it too. Um, the one thing every NHL fan base won't give up. It's kind of an odd article. Like, what will your fan base not give up? So as a Lightning fan, what are you not willing to give up? It's kind of a weird question and article, I guess, right? Yeah. But can you think of, like, what you would say as a Lightning fan? I, I would say that we would not give up the late oh my gosh her name is escaping me um the awesome lady that sings the national anthem every game sonia oh, yeah. sonia i would not give so that, that's what <laughs> i would do. she is amazing and she's a very nice lady by the way love her i know we need to get her on this show yes Have she's on instagram you can message her yeah i know i, I do follow I've her tagged her a couple of times I do follow her. I feel like she would come on too. So, hey, stay tuned. If we keep having no hockey games. Here's, here's the funny story about this podcast. So, not a lot of people know that we started We the Thunder like several years ago. Like when we first started Shooter in the Stash, we started as a podcast. And we actually started as a football podcast. And then we're like, well, hey, we, it's hockey season. We want to talk about hockey. So we started We The Thunder. I think we, we ended up getting to like not even 15 episodes. Yeah. And it was real chill, kickback. We'd, we'd just put on the recorder, talk hockey. I'd invite friends over. We'd, we'd down some beers. It was, it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, nobody listened to it. <laughs> That's okay. That was before we did any videos. Nobody, nobody really cared about us until we did any videos. Um, but we started to do this and like we had some people listening and I knew that and I was like, Hey, let's do like a little watch party thing. Um, so we ended up doing this watch party and at that game, that's when Stamkos like busted his MCL against, yeah. I think it was the Rangers and, and another Boston. like freak play accident. Stamkos it was Boston. It was when he slid into. <laughs> no, no, no. Ball. It wasn't that one. It was, oh, it was different. after okay. that. It was the oh, MCL. Okay. Yeah. I know oh, it's tough to sorry. keep track of your Stamkos injury. So many injuries. Right the play, it was the other one that was right before the playoffs. Oh, it was yeah. no, yeah, it was earlier yeah. in the season, and it, it put him out until the playoffs, basically. The play. Oh, that's right. And and basically, we stopped the, the podcast after that. Like that was that was it. Like we're like oh, this geez. podcast is cursed. We yeah, we, we have our first watch party, um, and Stamkos basically <laughs> our our captain, our heart and soul of our team. Uh, yeah gets seriously injured so um that stopped us the first time this time we come back and i'm like i've been wanting to podcast all season i'm like i want to do a podcast again i want it to be on the lightning stash was not completely sold on it because stash wants to do like a whole tampa bay sports podcast which who knows that might turn into this or this might turn into that someday well, this this right here is actually kind of turning it uh, anyways we'll, we'll talk about that later but yeah I mean, you're, you're trying to do it again. You're trying to do it again. <laughs> so anyway, I'm like, all right, let's just do this. Let's just try this. We, the thunder thing. Let's get it going again. Let's get it for the playoff run. We'll get some people um, pumped for the playoffs. We'll do like some post game shows. 
Um, so we started right towards the season ending. This is only what our like fourth or fifth episode. Two episodes. And of course, COVID hits, right? Two episodes before. The NHL pauses two episodes in. Yeah, I think this is cursed. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I know. Like, I out, shouldn't I'm have been out. on. I, I shouldn't have come on here. Yeah, out. basically, we're never going to hear from you again after this. I host a podcast. <laughs> I, host a, I host a podcast. I'm screwed yeah. now. Your, I'm show's, done. your show's done. Your show's done. <laughs> no, it's it's all it's all me. Shooter right. and the black cat is what we should have called this. Dude. <laughs> I have these tremendous streaks of really good luck followed by really bad luck. Um, <laughs> So I'll, I'll blame myself for that. But I just I think can, it's funny. Like the, the two times we really start to try to get this thing going, uh, like we get these like crazy things that happen that either shut down our hero or they shut down the entire NHL. So that's why I've been pretty adamant about like finding some guests to come on, doing like some of these, these shows where you guys call in will hopefully be a norm um because i want to keep this going like yeah, and if the and, and if they time, don't man, play the season and finish the season i'm gonna be really upset because then where do we go from there like <laughs> well, this is i'm excited because this is kind of what we we talked about before and we got lucky with the pause actually kind of and we were able to get greg we were able to get seth on here for us kind of kind of big guests really luckily shooters got some connections but like you know those are good good guests for us and it kind of kept us going when we weren't sure quite what we were going to do. And now we actually kind of have something to talk about. We've got this format. We might be getting the season back. And now we're able to say, hey, let's take a beat. We actually have a set song. We can go ahead and get our fans. And what we really wanted to do is make this a show for the fans, by the fans. And so now that we have you guys on, that's, that's kind of what I was really looking for. Anyways, regardless of whatever we were really talking about when it comes to Tampa Bay, you know, this is the format that I was really looking forward to. So I'm hoping that we get hockey back and we can start doing this on a much more regular basis. And then the good thing about it, too, is that it's going to be a much shorter break going into the next season, probably. So we won't have as much time off uh, until we get to talk about hockey again. I know it's going to be it's going to be really strange, but yeah. have the we'll bus, see. <laughs> Uh, well, and that's the other thing we want to do. Have something else entertaining in town now to talk about as well. You know, whatever happens, happens. At least we'll have something entertaining to talk about over at One Buck Place as well. Well, that's the funny part, right? Like, you can look at Tampa Bay sports as a whole right now and say, like, you've never seen a better era as far as, like, I guess what's on paper yeah, with the Bucks, right? right? right. Um, so it's like the most exciting time to be a Tampa Bay sports fan and everything is gone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah don't, speaking, just don't blow it. That's reminding Speak. me of o, oh, the 05 NHL season all over again. Like, we are poised to really launch a franchise, and then, no, nah, just kidding. We'll take it away from you. And then, like, Tampa had WrestleMania, the Final Four. Oh, please don't bring that up. Like, so I just, I just, I just <laughs> forgot about WrestleMania. I know. Thanks for that. Yeah, we were supposed to go to that, too. We had tickets. We were going to be. Yeah, I had tickets, too. I had tickets to WrestleMania. A meet and greet with Seth Rollins, a meet and greet with the OC, NXT TakeOver, Friday Night SmackDown, and Monday Night Raw. Didn't you were all in. <laughs> yeah, we were, we were in well, it was in my hometown. It was in my hometown. Like, that's, I, I dream about that, you yeah, know? I've been dreaming about that since I was like seven and shit, man. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, like Tampa's locked up <clears throat> on a lot because of coronavirus and so you know we could get the playoffs back and if we could be one of the places that they decide hey you know teams can stay in orlando at the wild wolves force depending on what's going on the nba might be trying to take that over too so who knows but like tampa could be a place that they could play some hockey in this area because there are multiple uh ice arenas as well you know what i mean so if they're playing with no fans as long as the ice is big enough then they can play so yeah. Hey, speaking of getting shut down, I just got the notification from Facebook that part of my stream will be muted. What did I even play? Like, I swear to God, Facebook is just on my ass lately. Yeah. Well, well I like Twitter. Your ass. <laughs> I mean, I realize that I do have uh, a YouTube page up right now and I'm about to play a video that's not mine. <laughs> 
but I didn't even play it yet, and they're already shutting me down. You did. You played like three seconds of it. What are you yeah, talking? I did. It went. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's what, what that needed. was. Yeah, that's all you needed. Yeah. So basically, no, look, literally, way, you can see it. Proof that we don't have a tech guy. Just as winging as we go. One second. I was queuing up the video. Yeah. One one second, and like I, I I can't think of anything else that copyrighted me unless I was getting in trouble for showing those articles. I guess that could have been because they were athletic. You don't have the. The, the rights to Ath disseminate the athletics behind a firewall it's a paid service so anyway you know how, you guys know how we roll we uh we ask for forgiveness later we've never been sued i mean <laughs> that's a plus right <laughs> we've, i mean we've already had viral it's, it's probably gonna happen by the lightning after this show because <laughs> i'm about to play their youtube page you know, as soon as listen as soon as the bucks signed tom brady i i text shooter right away i was like you know we're about to get sued right because oh we're gonna get in trouble this football videos. season and that's no doubt about like, it i already have like three ideas for shows just about brady and gronk alone so we're gonna have content out there about brady and gronk and it's gonna be in their backyard now it's listen not i won't like I'll, two little guys in tampa while they're in new new england like it was before they're i won't sue i won't sue as long as i can do a voice <laughs> I won't <sue>. how's your <laughs> gronk voice <laughs> i don't even know how he how would he even talk? Would he be like a party? He'd be like a party guy, right? Dude, he has a much higher pitch voice than you expect. He was on The Masked Singer, which is something me and Mrs. Stash watch now. You got to snort Coke first before you try. Right? No, bro, I'm the 24-7 champion. For a guy of his stature. I'm the 24-7 champion, bro. Yeah, dude, he was, he was hyping it up so much. <laughs> that's so that's this is a good segue. We haven't really uh, – obviously, we did a little Brady stuff, but we haven't got to, to Gronk yet, and we're not going to do anything in the immediate future because I'm, I'm pretty convinced that we want to do a little doc talk. And I don't know, James, Jesse, I don't know if you guys have seen any doc talk we're about to break some rules here <laughs> and show you if you haven't. Um, but basically, Alex Kalorn has decided he's going Man. to take his jet ski around town and and try to interview some some players from not just the Lightning. He's also had Cam Brait on from the Bucks. Uh, he's yeah. talked about having Gronk and Brady on. I think he's trying to. Um, so we'll see who who he ends up having on, but. I really, uh, I really like what uh, he's doing here with this whole doc, doc talk thing. So don't be surprised if that's the next video you see. Oh, well, are you gonna play it or not? No comments. <laughs> All right, so Jesse, have you seen this? You've seen this, right? I've watched some of it, but I haven't had a chance to watch every single one. It's not like really deep, like thought-provoking film, <laughs> but I think it's pretty cool hockey because players aren't making thought deep. <laughs> I know. Well, first of all, it's hockey players, right? Hockey players not always the best interviews. They're not. They're um, not everyone can be Jeremy Roenick, and you know, I don't even know if that's a good example. <laughs> like, that's a bad example. <laughs> <laughs> not everyone can be. You know who actually is really good, and I'm sure I'm gonna catch some crap for this. Um, PK. I don't know if you guys saw that yeah. PK late night show that he did after the All-Star game that one year. Like, mm -hmm. that guy's going to be in the booth right away. Yeah. So. He's like the Tony Romo of the NHL. Anyway, let's, let's play some of this. I'm going to mute it so we don't have that in our ear. <laughs> but, but check this out. We won't, we won't, like, play too much of it. I don't want to get in trouble. But, and, and obviously for a podcast, this isn't the best material. <laughs> but. Uh, that's all right. You got to come to the live show. Uh, so take a look. You've got Alex here. He's got his bullhorn. He's got his that's jet great. ski and he just goes around interviewing people. So what does he do? Like he starts off, this is the first episode, stammer right away, stammer. And you can tell he says it a couple times. You can tell from Stamkos' demeanor. He's not that into it. <laughs> the team definitely made him do it. Um, his little legs off the edge of his dock, like, uh, like screw this. Well, that's how they all are. That that's how they all are. It's like he just rides up to their dock. All these guys pretty much live on the water. I think Cam Brait yeah, was actually on Davis Island, basically. Yeah, Cam Brait was right off of uh, Bayshore. Like he, yeah. you know, on Bayshore, on how they have some of those little like stepways that go down. Yeah. That that's where he was. But, like, I, I thought this was hilarious and definitely inspired um, me to want to do something involving 
Alex Kalorn riding around on a jet ski in Tampa Bay. Um, but yeah, you have to check this out. You got Stamkos on this first one, and you've got Headman, of course. So they got out the big guns for the first episode. I think I like the the second episode better. There's uh, who's that? McDonough, right? Yeah, Mac. And then that was it for episode one. So episode two. That music again. That's catchy. It is catchy. That's Those not, lightning okay, folks know what they're doing over bro. there. That's definitely some, some free. Hey, there we go. Pepsi time. No, yeah. So if you Pepsi saw, time. I tweeted out a picture the other day. So he's saying that he got sponsored by Pepsi for Doc Doc. <laughs> I'm not buying, but basically, one of the funniest parts is he's like, I don't know what I'm going to do with this can, and I'm not going to throw it in Tampa Bay with the camera on me. Um, and he ends up just chugging <laughs> this, this Pepsi, which you can tell he's not used to doing chugging Pepsis, um, which was pretty funny. You can see here, he's like, What am I going to do with this? I got to just finish it. Um, and then who does he find in this one? Yes, Sergachev, right? So he's got Sergachev on this one. And then it goes to who's the second guest? Sergachev said all GQ and shit with his fucking boat shoes on. Girardi, retired um, Lightning alum. It looks like we lost James. James, if you're still out there, feel free to call back in. But thank you for uh, playing along with us. First time we're doing this, so we appreciate that. And then um, who else does he have here? He's looking at him. It's weird because he just records on his phone. So, like, he'll yeah. give the phone or he'll just, like, point at these guys. There's Callie. Yeah, Callie. That's right here. Yeah, he hasn't Callie. dropped it yet. I know, right? It must be a loner phone or something, just in case. So you got Callie, and then the third one, and there is only three oh, episodes, and I believe this one just came out. Yeah, this one came out yeah. two days ago. This one I really enjoyed. There's that catchy music again. So this one, he's got Cam Brayton. You can sell it right off Bayshore there. Oh, because Cam lives, yeah, on the other side. He's out walking his dog, it looks like. So This is the best episode. If you're going to just listen to one of these, just listen to this one. And then he's got... You can't see this if you're just listening, but I love that Killer's rocking the old school body glove life jacket too. So I don't know if you guys can recognize that man, but check out his his shades, man. Those are slick. Yeah. Styling. That's Fassy. Did you know that? Fassy, yeah. And then, so he totally, I guess he did this on purpose. He doesn't like... He totally ignores uh, Sergachev. Sergachev's riding in the front. He's riding or he's driving. I think they're on a like big jet ski or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sergachev's driving around Va- Vassy, <laughs> uh, and I guess they're going fishing. Um, they should yeah, call yeah. you, Jesse. Yeah, yeah, like, now that would be something. That's hey, they just need to know. They just don't know about you. But yeah, this they is most of the them. interview. And like, I don't know what it is, My but gosh. like, he, look at those glasses. <laughs> I know these are the guys I want to hear from. I want to hear from these Russian guys. I just think they're so funny. And one of the things that he asked, and you're going to see this cause I'm trying to like make it a lot of like what he typically goes to in the videos and things that he says, but he almost asks everyone like, who's the funniest one on the team. And he, Alex breaks down and says, Oh, it's definitely Vassy. So I was not not expecting that. I guess, yeah, he lost that Gucci. um, What do you call it? A headband. So he he got him another. The other thing he does is he brings a lot of people guests. Or not guests. He brings them uh, like gifts, right? So he always got that Doc Talk shirt and then maybe something else, um, like the Gucci thing there. But that is gold. And then he had one more here. If this doesn't get people off the trade killer wagon then I'm going to seriously lose my shit on the fans next season. For real. Like, I think most people are off that after this season. He's an elite superstar now. Dude, I'm just saying. He's been, he's been a key part of this team since day one. And he's been hated on because he got a decent contract for being a core part of this team. Everyone's like, oh, he's overpaid. Yeah, whatever. Everyone's overpaid. He's a special athlete. Well, you got to pay him to keep him. That's what I'm saying. That's the problem. (laughs) One of the smartest guys on the ice in the NHL. And that's part of what you're paying for, too. You're not necessarily just paying just for his skills. You're paying for the complete player. And obviously, he's a guy in the locker room that resonates with different people and can, you know, 
connect with different personalities. Like he's he's the one hanging out with the Russians and Stamkos. Like how many guys in the locker room can really do that? You know what I'm saying? Actually, that is a really, really good point. He does seem like that guy that kind of like is in all those little clicks in the locker room. Yeah, right. He's in everyone. Like he's the glue, if you ask me, man. That's the one guy you just don't want to let go. And like I said, and not only that, he and I think the main reason why is because he plays on every freaking line. Like he's 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 got minutes, like legit minutes over the last five years with every single forward on the team. Whether it be young guys, old guys, superstars, grinders, all of them. He's played with all of them, legit minutes. So I think that's part of why he's so close uh, and in all these different little, I guess, niches of the team. True. So last one here is is Kiermaier. And uh, I was impressed. Kiermaier seems like a really, really smart down-to-earth guy. He really does. He comes off really nice in this interview. Yeah, didn't he do – wasn't he, like, trying to do a, pod, a podcast a while back whenever we first started de- sitting down, getting advice, trying to do our – KK? Yeah, like, wasn't uh, one of the – didn't we go meet that one dude? He was like, oh, I'm doing a podcast with KK. I haven't I listened to it if he is, but um, he totally could. I mean, he could totally get into broadcasting and everything. And you could see there. So I mentioned earlier that he, he talks about, like – he always asks, like, who's the funniest guy? And Kiermaier says kind of like bashfully that it's who else? G-Man Choi. (laughs) (laughs) And he actually even says like, G-Man's probably not going to like that. Which, by the way, do you call him (laughs) G-Man? That's his name. I guess you do, right? Um, He he even says like, he just looks like a grown baby. (laughs) (laughs) It's so wrong. but I mean, who doesn't love that guy? Yeah, it was basically the same way. Like, he just always had that. They almost could be brothers. Yeah, with G-Man Choi. It's really funny. So, yeah, yeah, I really really am digging. But, yeah, that's cool. And and not just, like, the killer doc talk, but I'm digging everything the Lightning are doing right now just to fill the void. A lot of other teams, guys, they're not doing this in – for anyone that actually like knows me, like I actually do see a lot of what the other teams do on social media and stuff. Not because because I've got like some connections, but um, you're a creeper, man. I'm, I am <laughs> well, I, that, that too. Well. That's that's more Instagram. That's the main. Part of that's the main <laughs> but wealth of his knowledge. No, I'm serious. Like these. Oh, this part's funny too. This might make a video. He gives him a gift, the shirt, of course, and then he gives him this bottle of wine. And uh, Kiermaier's like, well. I just took a scooter here from my house. He's just at like this public dock, I guess. So now That's he's right. like, I got to go grab my scooter and ride back with this big ass bottle of wine. <laughs> people are going to get the wrong idea. <laughs> so I thought that was hilarious, but. Um, or people are going to get the right idea as far as I'm concerned. You know, this isn't. Um, a movie or a movie, yeah, a film that's going to change your life, but I, I, I thought it was awesome. And, and like I said, not just this, the Wednesday night stuff they're doing with Greg, with the trivia, the stuff they're doing yeah. with Seth that obviously you guys have heard about if you listen to the podcast because we had both these guys on. But um, Seth is off the block or sorry, on the block um, where he's interviewing all these guys, the players and, and everyone else. Um, and not just that, like what they're showing on, I still call it Sun Sports, shame on me. Um, they're showing all that kind of stuff on, on sun sports, like the old stuff. Like we talked last episode about how stash went and, um, he almost got kicked out of game seven of the Eastern conference finals. They played that game the other night. So stuff like that, um, is on there. They're kind of keeping things interesting and they like, that's smart. That's what you have to do to keep people engaged because, you know, if, if, we still don't have sports like in six months from now, people are going to say, start to feel like, Hey, well, we don't need sports. I really feel like people will feel that way. I know you, you might disagree stash, but um, it is one of those things where, you know, if we didn't have it and we didn't know about it, then would we miss it? Like I'm a musician and not, you know, me, I I grew up in like the theater, uh, acting, playing music, all that stuff in the creative arts. And, how much of that has gone from our schools now, mostly for that same reason. Like people don't understand how much of our daily life is actually impacted by the arts. 
whether it be visual or audio or you know any of that and so out of sight out of mind absolutely you know oh these guys already make way too much money anyways why am i spending my money on this whenever or that or am i going to put myself at risk for this or that especially if people consider that there's still so much risk associated with going to big sporting events like that so you know it, it's definitely a tenuous situation for professional sports in this country and probably you know everywhere really maybe not everywhere but probably not soccer but sorry football <laughs> but um yeah but in america i could see you have a valid point there a valid concern yeah well we will see what happens i don't know if you guys have anything else but i am spent i think for this episode um i'm hoping the next episode we have some instruction on on what is going to happen um with the rest of the season i was actually hoping like by chance we'd get something this afternoon that we could talk about but that didn't happen i know there's a sense of urgency with the nhl right now to really get something going and finish the season and you heard at the beginning we talked about gary bettman's comments where um canceling the season's really not even on the table right now but you never know what's going to happen and the other thing we didn't even talk about was um the governor the governor of florida decided to (laughs) open up Florida for all professional sports teams. So come on down, come on down to Florida and uh, play your sports games. But you also (laughs) got to look, look at um, UFC last week. We watched UFC 249. Yeah. Uh You know, they started it. They, I feel like they probably broke the barrier and hopefully all these other franchises will kind of get with it. Definitely got a plan. Like I said, uh, for the wild world of sports over in Orlando, I'm not complex. And what they said, um, uh, uh, Las Vegas too. Is that what we were talking about, Shooter? Before um, for for what sport? For the NBA. I haven't been keeping track of the NBA, but I'm. I think they're thinking the same type of thing. Their season's right on line with the NHL. And everything. Yeah, exactly. So like, I think the NHL and the NBA are going to kind of go hand in hand of getting their seasons back on track, and that could be key for both. Uh, leagues and for you know us fans getting back to like I said before a little bit of normalcy yeah maybe whoever makes the first move I think yeah I think it's going to be the NHL like because because they're the ones that have to like they they don't have the options yeah the fan base isn't the same started right yeah NBA still has time to get started they're huge (laughs) yeah yeah all right well um Jesse, thank you so much. You are officially our, our first ever guest. I'll, I'll thanks James, too, uh, who I know joined us earlier and hopefully he's still out there listening. Um, his, his podcast uh, is a newer one as well. Um, let me make sure I get the, the name right. I, I'm sorry. I can't keep track of all the Bucks podcasts. I swear I'd do a Bucks podcast if there weren't so dang many. Um, set the sales, though. It's, it's James, who is going to be in some videos um brick uh sorry brit buck um that's uh, that's his nickname if you follow him on twitter it's at brick brit buck he's from britain uh that's on the other side of the atlantic ocean and he as actually was our Stu sternberg um voice so if you saw the last thanksgiving episode where we uh did the whole thanksgiving at Stu's house that was that was Britt Buck, and I think he he really crushed it. Um, he also did what was the other voice he did? He did the video for the uh, Florida Man. So the Florida Man video had a narrator that was an English gentleman named Thomas Brady, and Thomas Brady was also Britt Buck. So that guy is really good at just getting me like these different voices, and uh, I really thank him for that. Uh, because we've gotten feedback that, you know, people are tired of hearing our voices uh, on these these videos. So um, anyone that wants to join us in making these videos or jumping on a podcast, we're always open to really whatever. All we want to do is have yeah. fun, give Tampa Bay kind of fans so like relief from join us in our and our flights of fancy is always welcome. <laughs> exactly. So. Jesse, how do we get a hold of you? How do we see all these big ass fish that you did? You go fishing today is the question. Uh, I did not. I worked all day, but I might tonight. Who knows? The wait and see. Will you? So if you go at night, will you go to like the pier, or you actually go on your kayak? 
Yeah, I, I don't do a whole lot of nighttime kayaking. Um, but right good. now, it's going to be mainly like the passes and stuff. With snook season, like they're starting to breed right now, so the passes are going to be pretty hot. All right. I know we've been talking like every like two months, I will like message you about fishing. And uh, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Okay. Uh, take time. I've actually had a lot of fun with my son, um, really starting to fish with him. And my daughter actually is really into it too. So uh, it's been a lot of fun. And I've been taking your advice on getting the right lures and, and all that stuff. So uh, appreciate that. Go follow Jesse. Did you, did you drop your page name? I have not. I can put it on the actual live or the yeah. Facebook part. Post it up there. Cause yeah, you have a Facebook page where you post all that good stuff. So I know we have a lot of fishermen folks out there um, Fisher and you got some really great tips for them. So really appreciate you coming on, being our first guest stash. Um, thank you for showing up. <laughs> <laughs> I do my best. Maybe the next one will actually have hockey, or at least a, a direction on what's going to go. What's going to go down? Yeah, man. I, I have a feeling. Into the postseason would be great. You know, I love for that to be our next our next episode. Yeah. So we we'll probably do a, a next episode before anything starts because, like we said, they're probably going to have that two week period where they yeah. are in like their mini training camp to get ready. So we won't be able to wait. We'll we'll probably get a guest um, on to to come join us. Maybe we'll get up someone from well, Sonia. Sonia would yeah, be a really great guest. Uh, up at his grandparents in Tallahassee at that point, so I might go do some like spy recon and like you know we got to do social distancing and stuff. But maybe I can camp out at some of the facilities while they're training and you know social distance my way of like seeing what's I'll, going on i don't know i like this dedication really bored so <laughs> maybe I'll well some, some live streaming of that i don't know i i definitely want to figure it out i would definitely want to let you guys know what's going on because i i've always had the vision of doing like some post-game shows right after these playoff oh, yeah. games just you know maybe not like an hour like we've been going tonight but like 30 minute like call in an hour you say maybe not an hour they always end up being right about an hour it's cool time flies when you're having fun man fits us right it it just naturally makes that's kind of our natural time so i mean shit it's already june Uh, i swear last week was (laughs) march (laughs) and i left my house um but yeah i really want to do like these i think we figured out how to do it but i want to do these call-in shows so like probably not every game but um on yeah. some games we'll definitely want to do these these post-game shows you guys call in um and and we'll get some really really great stuff going for you guys because i don't know like i know there's a couple other lightning podcasts that are out there but um i want this to be like everyone's the go-to coolest. podcast the and coolest. if there are if there is other um lightning podcasts on there like come on our show like i have no animosity against anyone else that does anything if you do anything you you, yeah if you if you like man. spend time to do something even if it's as simple as doing a podcast which is really easy to do you just got to figure out how to do it and talk to a microphone um i've got respect for you so uh if anyone wants to come on the show please reach out and we'll have you on yeah what were you saying sash I said if you're out there creating anything let's create together because that's what it's all about right let's just have fun and joan talk about what we talk about well yeah that's definitely what we are about and we want people to know that like we never have any animosity towards anyone. So well, let's end it there. Thank you guys for coming to check out the podcast. Hey, we'll get this posted probably sometime this weekend. Uh, if you want to listen to the audio version, this was a very visual version, but that's why you got to come catch the live. We always record this live now and we, well, we're going to do more call-ins. So the audio version and you're like, what's going on? You can always go to our Facebook page and uh, watch the video in the archives too. So exactly if if the uh video has not been shut down yet (laughs) we're starting to get a bad track record i was so bad i posted that thing with um it was a clip from ted two with the guy like it was mark Wahlberg knocking on tom brady's door like as soon as tom brady moved to town and it's like the funniest scene that like everyone here can relate to because tom brady just moved to town it's like like we all want his good and uh Sony or whoever made that movie shut that thing down immediately. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, you guys are going after me and my my little audience of you know just uh, us Tampa Bay sports fans. Meanwhile, I see like 
all these big ass websites posting whatever they want. So I got a little upset there for a second, but you know what? I can only control what I can control. As soon as they signed Tom Brady, I text you right away. We're going to get sued. It's going to happen. Now, you know what's going to happen? We're going to get, we're going to get Gronk on our side gonna and it's going to be right. Or, or we're stat- going to become friends with Gronk. There's going to two ways it's going to go. We're going to get sued and hopefully we don't have that much that we're going to lose our shit or we're going to become best friends with Gronk. So I'm going with the latter. <laughs> either, way. either way I'm in. Either way I'm in. I don't care. All right. Um, anything else, boys? We're good. I'm good. No, man. I think the Buffalo Trace is uh, spoken up. Let's do this. Right on, guys. All right. Signing off. This is We the Thunder. Don't forget to be the Thunder.